0: hello everyone and welcome back to a very special episode of what's <laughs> in a lifetime da, da, da. podcast <laughs> the podcast where we take a break from lifetime movies and watch yeah.
1: something we enjoy
0: yeah. i'm bridget
1: i am ann and this week <laughs> I, I, I am day drunk <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> woop, woop. um it's not as scandalous as I was originally thinking because it's not even 1 p.m. here, but it's almost 4 there. So it's less scandalous than.
1: Yeah, I mean, it happened a couple hours ago. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, Anne, live your life. I don't care. <laughs>
1: um, so
0: what I had Anne watch this week is a British game show that I have been obsessed with for the last couple months called Would I Lie to You? So I had you watch one full episode and then a clip show with my favorite person, Bob Mortimer. Oh my God.
1: I love Bob Mortimer so much, Bridget. This made me be like, is this like Britain's like Bill Murray, but like not problematic? (laughs) Yes, he is so so delightful. Oh, he was so cute. So...
0: (laughs) I don't know how we want to, should I like discuss the premise of the show?
1: Yeah, sure. I took, guys, I took no notes because I don't know. You can't, I couldn't take notes watching like an adorable British. I was just like way (laughs) too into it. Plus this is like Bridget's episode. So I was like, I'm going to just sit back and see where this episode takes me. So I'm just like riding the waves on this. And I'm excited to see what <laughs> now I had already seen both of these things that I sent
0: you obviously. And then I put them on thinking, Oh, I need to watch these again for the podcast. And then I watched them both and was like, I didn't take any notes. And then I did it again. Wow. So I watched all of these three times in the last couple of days. Like that's how much
1: I love the show. I mean, it's I really, care. it's very good. It's very good. It's very funny. I just, I mean, you know, I love British TV, Mm -hmm. you love British TV. Like there's just something different about British dramas, British comedies, British everything. It's just there's something different about it. And yes, their humor is so different. But like when you get it, you just fucking get it. And you're just like so good.
0: This is better than what we have in America. So what I lie to you is a show that I believe is in its 15th season now, like current day. Um, So it's been on for a long time. The premise is there are two teams. There are two team captains that are on every episode. One is David Mitchell from uh, a show called like Peep Show. Um, and the other one is Lee Mack and I don't know what else he's done, but boy, howdy, is he hilarious?
1: <laughs> he is funny.
0: And David Mitchell is like what they would describe as more posh. Like he's like a very polished, like uptight guy.
1: Can I ask you something about him? Yeah. Don't you think his eyes are kind of scary?
0: Like- so in a, in that episode, there was something wrong with his eye. They don't normally look like that.
1: They don't it was look like he. Like shark eyes, all black and scary. Like they just (laughs) look like one color. It's scary to me when like you can't differentiate between pupils and eye color, and like it just looks like black. It is really weird and scary to me. I don't like it. Boy, I didn't
0: notice. There is something like in one of his eyes in that episode where it's no, 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 no. It's his it's his
1: like uh just his eye color, just his eyes. It's all pupil. It's all pupil, that and is it creepy. is very uh, disarming. I don't like it at all. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like it.
0: Um, And then the other team captain is Lee Mack. I just said that, and I'm saying it again for some reason. But he's more like working
1: man. Maybe like, the Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> you know what not I even me, though.
0: I feel like there's no real comparison here, though, because class is such a thing in britain and while it is kind of here it's like they talk about it more there yeah they they have like terms for it <laughs> a slag and posh. <laughs> <laughs> so the episode i had and watch is episode four from season 13 and the guest people were greg davies who is the taskmaster which is another one of my favorite
1: british shows i feel like i need to get into that it's been coming up a lot in my universe oh lately, you'll love it so i feel like i need to just start watching it it's so good um
0: lucy Worsley, who's like a historian uh claudia Winkleman, who hosts the british version of dancing with the stars which is called strictly come dancing mm-hmm. and guz khan who is a comedian and has very much that like british slang that i love huge
1: shot and bro yeah <laughs> like i love it he's like the dirty city like you know yeah. like uh it reminds me of uh, that movie attack the attack block. the block yeah like that i love it i love it so much so when i, I fell
0: love- in love with john boyega yeah, trust believe yeah oh, cute that., yeah. oh, I love him. <laughs> okay, so the premise of the show is that these two teams are trying to trick each other essentially. They get a card, they pull it out, they haven't seen the card before the show. So whatever they're about to read, they don't know what's on it. It could be something that they told the producers and it's true or it could just be absolute nonsense that they then have to try to convince people is true
1: when I was at a birthday party when I was eight I was bucked off of a donkey from the petting farm true (laughs) that's false but (laughs) Jessamy probably (laughs) yeah that's true yeah that's exactly
0: the type of thing that they say and then you have to
1: go into a story about it
0: yeah, they ask the other team asking questions, and then they have to say whether it's a truth or a lie. So I want to talk about the Greg Davies. I don't know if it's Greg Davies or Greg Davis. It is impossible. I think it's for me Davies.
1: I think it's Davies because I feel like I've heard that name several times, and in my head, it's like Greg Davies.
0: That's so. what I think it is, but I feel like sometimes people pronounce it weird. But whatever. He is on the show many times. I find him so delightful because almost every time he's on, his story is true, but it's so crazy that he starts to like unravel as he's yeah. <laughs> so his thing that he says is that while camping in France, he and his family made up a game that they then became addicted to, and the game was called... Milky cow. Milky
1: cow. (laughs) (laughs) I.
0: (laughs) I mean, he lost it. Then he just saying it out loud in front of people. He's like, "Oh no! Why did I tell anyone?" (laughs) So. The fact that this originated from his sister seeing a woman on the side of the road in France and saying, look at that milky cow. (laughs) It's insane to
1: me. Honestly, though, like if you go back and think of the weird shit you have with your sister, like there's so much weird stuff that I could say to my sister right now that would make zero sense to anybody else <laughs> like I I could say to her I could walk up yeah I haven't talked to her in years well except for a few weeks yes ago. but like I could walk up to her and go buddy's got my glove in an Italian <laughs> accent and she would go you don't help. <laughs> she there's like a whole dialogue we have with this phrase I don't know where it came from we're just it's like a whole thing you have you have stuff that you come up with <sighs> who knows where it comes from it just appears (laughs) (laughs) okay empire (laughs) records
0: Uh, so i mean it turns out that this is true he tells us that it like evolved into like who could hold it out the longest so it sounds like milk it cow (laughs) like (laughs) so weird (laughs) so the other team thinks that it's a lie but it's true and they're all like what in the world is happening
1: do you have a therapist (laughs)
0: probably not because you're
1: british and we don't talk
0: about (laughs) yeah we just keep this all down (laughs) until one day we reveal it on a a game show of comedians oh boy (laughs) there are some episodes where they're like well this can't be true because certainly he would not tell us this
1: (laughs) this is a sad thing and then it ends up being true and they're like I'm gonna tell you I watched so the first one you sent me that Mm -hmm. you then later amended I I did watch that first one so that had Um, a woman. So they have like that guy come out. Right. And they all have to tell a story. Oh, yeah. Right. And there was the older woman who was like, oh, I pulled him out of a top hat when he was a baby. I did like a magician's (laughs) act. I was an assistant. I was like, this bitch is fucking telling the truth. And I can't believe anybody even thinks these other two people are like, I and I feel like I have a good radar for like, yeah, bullshit and stuff. No, she was totally bullshitting and I was like I don't know anything about this world anymore I like <laughs> I can't trust my instincts <laughs> this show really fucking throws you it really does because why are people so
0: good at lying sometimes
1: I don't know maybe comedians are fucking psychopaths also
0: no I think comedians tend to be really good actors because they have they got the pain
1: yeah that's true
0: that's so true. <laughs> These next two things involve Guz Khan, who I think is hilarious, is also on a season of Taskmaster. Most of the people who are on the show have been on a season of Taskmaster, by the way. The first thing he says is that when he was a teacher, he once locked another teacher in a cupboard to teach him a lesson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he says they had: "Beef on site on site. So- instant instant beef. later
0: when greg davies who's on the opposite team asks that historian woman if do you believe you can have beef on site <laughs> I don't think that's like the funniest thing in the world do you believe in beef on site
1: i believe in beef on site i have beef on site with one of my co-workers right now. that's what happened with guz i know it's beef on site one-sided from me she can't <laughs> read a room
0: Damn. um yeah Sorry. so <laughs> guz was just too cool and this other teacher is like hey i thought i was the cool teacher and so he starts like spreading rumors about guz not doing his job which apparently was true but
1: whatever you don't so call him. him. don't be a, don't be a narc <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah come on come on bro uh, he locks him in a cupboard so that he'll be late to class on the day that he knows he's being observed, which Stepping is... having his
1: review! Hilarious! His 15-minute like window to like impress yeah. the higher-ups. And he locks him in the fucking closet. There
0: are two things Guz says during this story that I think will stay with me forever. One is that he calls himself the Pied Piper of Literacy. Even though he's a humanities teacher.
1: <laughs> and he also,
0: he also says the kids say that he's so cool because, quote, he taught me how to use full stops. He's a sick guy.
1: <laughs> That's probably what the kids say about you, Bridget.
0: <laughs> yeah, <and> she <laughs> taught me how to use full stops. Which I think is just a period at the end of a sentence, right?
1: Yeah, like, like pause a full... for a second. Yeah, Full stops pump the brakes
0: <laughs> oh boy so that was also true which is hilarious now what Anne was talking earlier about how a person comes out and each person on one team has to tell a story and the other team has to decide whose story is real this one in this episode <laughs> is a guy called Lumbu comes out he's a very handsome indian man
1: the of, guy like, on the other episode hair. that I watched previously was super handsome too. Oh my Ooh. god, With the man bun! The guy with the man bun. I'm trying to on the episode who it with was. the the where he was being pulled out of the magician's hat when he yeah was, yeah yeah that guy.
0: Who music? Hey you. Hey. Oh, was that the the brewer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lumbu Claudia says. I know Lumboo because when I went to my supermarket really early in the morning, his car was the only other one there, but I did drive into it. (laughs) And David says, I tripped over a footstool and fell into a fireplace when I was using Lumboo's VR headset, which when I first watched this is the story I believed because I had just finished listening to Colin Jost's book and that exact thing happens to him.
1: Do you know how many times I hit shit when i'm doing my vr danny the other night i was so into it because i've been doing like the lizzo style where i sing like Mm carrie like i sing while i do the workout it's a fucking extra step but boy it's good that sounds awesome but he was like you were so into it that i didn't want to tell you but he's like you almost like slammed into our printer like our brand new printer like five times (laughs)
0: like no i was really into it and i was doing a good job I put a little cage around you. <laughs> uh The Colin Joe story is funny because they keep telling him he's like on a cliff and they keep telling him to like step off. And he finally does it and he like steps into a table or something and like hurts himself really badly. <laughs> and the, uh, the guy who kept telling him to step off is like, wow, no one ever actually did it before. He's like, what? <laughs>
1: He's a maniac. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: Guz's story is that Lumboo comes with him when he's touring on the road, (laughs) sleep in his hotel room, and protect him from ghosts.
1: I thought the parking story was the one that was real. Because women drivers, am I right? (laughs) Am I right? But like... (laughs) That's the
0: true one. That's the true story. This adult man makes another man go with him to protect him from ghosts in hotel rooms. And he says, like, it was a fear he had in childhood, but it was brought back because he saw a woman on, like, what is their equivalent of, like, the Today Show, I think, talking about how she developed a relationship with a ghost in her house. And then they were, (laughs) she started fucking the ghosts. (laughs) And this is the thing I love about British people, right? He makes a noise that's like er, 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 to like indicate sex, but the host of the show is like got out of a clown car. And that's the
1: kind of stuff I'm into.
0: <laughs> I just think doesn't that's
1: that really host funny. look a little bit like Guy Smiley from Sesame Street?
0: Oh, he does. You're right.
1: Wow. He's the most guy smiley looking host I've ever seen on a game show. Ever. Yeah,
0: you are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's wild because they always make fun of how short he is. But he's, only, oh, he, he's like 5'7".
1: He's taller than me. And he's I'm not short.
0: The thing is that Greg Davies is like
1: 6'7". What? He's
0: so tall. Oh, my God. I would have thought he was 5'7". He's a giant. How crazy. Isn't that crazy? And there's another guy. Richard Osman is another comedian. I think he's like 6'6". Six six. They're so big.
1: Do you know what else is really noticeable watching european tv versus american tv is like you can be famous without having to be like a 10 Mm -hmm. which is really refreshing yeah to just see like somebody who's hilarious and funny just because they're and they're famous because they're funny Mm -hmm. and they're just allowed to like look the way they look and they don't have to be like a supermodel just really refreshing to see like normal looking people be famous agree Uh, big agree it's just so weird and gross here
0: yeah it really is and when you do see the the like love island type aesthetic person on a show like that they look
1: they look insane they look insane but they look like they belong in America, exactly. Because <laughs> everybody here looks fucking insane. It's very true. I should move to Britain, where I
0: can just be
1: be yeah, like this. Hot
0: in Britain, like hot in <laughs> Cleveland, but way better than Ohio.
1: Listen, I'm a Michigan five, but I'm oh. a I'm a UK eight. <laughs> <sighs>
0: So there's a couple more stories on this episode. Um, The historian apparently made kids cry by drinking ginger beer out of a chamber pot.
1: Oh my (laughs) God. And she was like, she was like a librarian slash PTA mom. Yeah. Slash like, Oh, I'll peel some grapes for my kid's Halloween party, but like (laughs) stand at the (laughs) stairs to make sure nobody says any bad words. Like, <laughs> so straight-laced so just imagining her in front of this room of kids just being like this is piss <laughs> <laughs> something i would do though
0: um yeah so then that's basically that episode <laughs> Then we move on to the Bob Mortimer video, which is just a compilation of all the times he's on the show.
1: He's so cute. He looks like your cute little neighbor who would, Mm -hmm. like, get your mail for you when you're out of town and, like, I don't know, rake your leaves for you, shovel your... No, he doesn't shovel. He has a snowblower because he's a responsible old man. He has a snowblower, and he just snowblows your shit, and he doesn't even... It's fine. Don't don't worry about it you guys I'm happy to do it like he's just so cute yeah he's (laughs) so so
0: so cute and just just watching him talk is delightful like I could listen to him tell stories for hours yeah the first one is that he set his house on fire with fireworks (laughs) they ask him if it's on purpose and he says it was done out of
1: ignorance (laughs) And the entire house burned down
0: yeah he burned down his whole house when he was like seven or eight you guys the whole house. the whole room down and he's like there are four kids and we were homeless and lee's <laughs> yeah. like where uh, did you live he fit light bro <laughs> um he also will constantly make up hilarious names of people and things when he's talking he tells a story about getting S to leave a town because he was frightening the locals. He, he tells us that his friends' names are Harry Harriman and Steve <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Steve by the way. And that's then- Um, And he also says they were going to this town because they wanted to get as close to the Gulf Stream as possible. Because
1: you can see amazing
0: things. You can sense the influence of the Gulf Stream. (laughs) And to keep warm at night because they were sleeping in a car, Harry Harryman's mother gave them (laughs) grotesque latex masks. (laughs) <laughs> to
1: keep them keep them warm. warm
0: and they're like well you would take those off during the day and he said yes in the morning we would take them off but by midday you wanted to put it back on <laughs> so they were scaring people and they were like escorted out of town by i believe he calls him sergeant by Sar- the way
1: sergeant by the way <laughs> Wait, was that the story where they were creeping through people's gardens?
0: No, that's my favorite. (laughs) That is a game called Theft and Shrubbery. (laughs) Where you creep toward, you go to someone's backyard and you creep toward their window if the curtains are open. And as you're creeping along their backyard, you say, In increasing volume levels, (laughs) we do beg your pardon, but we are in your garden.
1: (laughs) And you get closer and closer, saying that louder and louder as a group. (laughs) As a group. And then the second
0: you're seen, you're supposed to like this is where the shrubbery comes in (laughs) you you can't run toward the front of the house or the front yard you have to like jump over the shrubbery between jump
1: over the british bushes that they all have separating their
0: oh my gosh i told andrew i was gonna make a shirt with bob mortimer's face on it that says we do beg your pardon
1: please do i will wear it v-neck please oh my god it's so funny it's so good it, okay, here are the
0: names he came up with for this one as well. Stabber Bagger <laughs> overall, who is the son of Jerry Dungaree. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary Cheeseman, who they called Cheese Cheesy, not because his last name is Cheeseman, but because his mom used to give him a slice of cheese to take around with him because she thought it was good for acne. <laughs> <laughs> He also said cheeseman has a big head, and they used to call him a sniper's dream.
1: (laughs) Head move. (laughs) Oh boy. (sighs) Oh.
0: What's your craziest story, Bridget? I don't know. I truly, I think if I went on that show, I would have nothing to say. It would all have to be lies. Well, there was the time that I was trying to like hand in a paper in college. And um, this boy from the basketball team started talking to me and he was standing next to the wall and a table. And so I couldn't get around him. And he was so tall. His like arms were all over the place. And he was saying like another day, another A, or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I do think that's actually what he said. (laughs) And because I was a very shy college freshman talking to a basketball player. The only thing I could think to say was, you're so huge. It's upsetting me.
1: (laughs) Please stop immediately.
0: Uh, and at the same at the same college, because I meandered around to many of them, I was in the what's that called cafeteria?
1: Sure, where you get food. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's
0: what it's called. I feel like there's a different name at college, but whatever. And I was sitting with Kristen. It was at school I went to. Kristen went to with Kristen. went
1: to Kristen. <laughs> Kristen
0: with. Yeah, I went to Kristen with. Um, and I. I had coerced her into going to get me another helping of food (laughs) because I was lazy. And so she's (laughs) waiting to get this food. And another guy was standing there. and He finally gets his food and he like touches it. (laughs) (laughs) Your cats are so crazy. He touches the food and then he looks up at Kristen and makes like eye contact and just goes hot cheese burns. (laughs) And then he walks away and she was like.
1: Uh, what
0: i'm sure he was high
1: yeah i mean yeah oh my god look at lenny just perched right above me i know fucking weirdo (laughs) what about you i mean you have a ton of stories i mean my go-to is the one about seeing the circus performer die (gasps) that's right that is crazy that's crazy that is crazy Mm -hmm. You have no I, about that. I don't, but like, I don't want to take my kids to the circus ever. Should I, did I have I told this on here? I, I
0: don't remember. I've heard it. So I feel like, of course you have, but we've also spoken in
1: times when we're like not recording. Like so many times. Well, like I'll briefly give it. My husband, at well, he wasn't my husband at the time. My first husband before he was my first husband. <laughs> We were living in Wisconsin and we went to, uh, crossed over and went into Minneapolis and St. Paul and the circus was there. And he was like, I've never been to the circus. And I was like, never been to the circus. We're going. So we went and there was like a aerial artist who there were two of them and sisters, it turns out. Oh, no. And they were like 30, 40 feet in the air on those like sheets there was a twang and she just, she was upside down too. And she just like Ugh. fell, fell head, first. head first into the concrete. Like it was awful. It was horrific. We left. There was like somebody protesting like from PETA protesting like elephants and stuff being yeah. used. And I was just like, this is Not the day to be doing this, man. I'm like, you're going to have like a bunch of families coming out of here with like traumatized children already. Like they do not need to be seeing these posters. Please. Right. Please move. Please move. I think the most upsetting thing was like, well, I mean, aside from the actual thing that happened was like, there were families that paid extra to like sit close (gasps) and it happened. Right. I mean, like 10 feet in front of them was where she fell and obviously they were a con. They must have been in like a state of shock or something. But like, they were just like sitting there. To the point where I like up in the stands yelled, "I was like, move your kids! Oh, <laughs> I was like Jesus. get up! Like please move them away from what is going on right now." Oh. Like, but people just like it was very weird, very traumatizing. <laughs> like it was oh, fucking crazy. shit. But yeah, so that's probably my. Uh, My crazy story, my insane fucking crazy story. But I do have a lot of weird stories. Not as many as Jessamy though. She has the most.
0: Yeah, our friend Jessamy worked in like an animal. What was like an animal sanctuary or something? Yeah, she had to deal with a lot of crazy animals. But even
1: just aside from that, she's just had a fun, a fun life, Mm -hmm. an adventurous life, and. She just has a lot of good stories. Like, I have good stories, but they're like, oh my God, this weird thing happened to me. Oh, that's so insane. Jessamy was just like, yeah, it was Wednesday. And like, <laughs> I'm walking down the street and, you know, this cougar attacked me and I had to wrestle it. And like, now it's my pet and living in my house. And my daughter rides it around all the time and named it Charles. Like, <laughs> that's like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh. but that's just like her life. I oh, don't have good ones. I did tell one the other day about how I got pulled up on stage uh, at a rock a concert. <laughs> <laughs> Who's rock a you guys? In case you need a little reminder, they're the acapella group that sang the theme song to Carmen Sandiego. And the Folgers travel coffee around the
0: world from New York to yeah.
1: Carolina. And it was my That's birthday. And my friend had like got tickets from the people he babysat for and was like, do you want to go to this random concert? And I was like, okay, whatever. It's my birthday. I have <laughs> nothing going on. I'm lame. Sure. So we went with some of our friends and we were up, up high, like up high. You, There was no reason for us to be anywhere. And then they start roaming the audience during one of their songs. And I was on the. Not even the end seat. I don't even think I was on the end seat, but they came like all the way up to the top. And my friend was like, "It's her birthday," and I was like, "No, it's not. It's not my birthday." And they like took me up on stage, like and sang a song to me on stage in front of like a shit ton of people. It was so embarrassing. (laughs) Like it was so crazy, and like such an embarrassing band group because group, there's no instruments guys because they're an acapella group
0: i will say i am unashamed in the fact that i enjoy acapella <laughs> I, I liked the the sing-off or whatever that show was where acapella groups competing
1: you know i think i would enjoy it more now if it happened but like i was like 17 and like oh i would have been what mortified. is going I, I was mortified and it was because i was like it wasn't me being like, it's my birthday. It was my friend being like, it's her birthday. Don't please don't do that. When there's someone roaming around the aisles, looking, looking for someone to know, I, to give
0: you an idea of how easily I become mortified. Um, one time we were at McDonald's Andrew and I, and, um, I decided after we'd ordered, like, oh, I should have gotten this other thing. And he was like, well, just ask for it at the window. And I was like, you can't do that. That's against the law.
1: <laughs> <I'll get arrested. laughs> there's a
0: place you order and a place you pick up. And there's nothing that can be done about any of it. <laughs> so when we get to the window. I pay or whatever. We get our food. And Andrew tries to, like, ask for the, the thing that I wanted or whatever. And I just go, nope. <laughs> I like hit the cat.
1: Well, hey, that's what you get for not driving, Andrew, right? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I mean, I'm I just, sure it's yeah. okay. I'm sure they won't get mad. If you're I nice, just, if you're not a dick about it, people are nice. If you're just like, I totally forgot to order this at the window and I'm just saying, I'm really high. And, uh, it's like the thing I wanted and I forgot to order it. They'd be like, Oh my God. Yes. Here it is for free. And also here's some ice cream. Like enjoy.
0: Yeah. I, I rationally understand that, but in
1: the I know, moment, in the moment like, it's- they're going to call the police and I'm going to get in trouble. I'll get taken to jail. Mm-hmm. Andrew's going to have to like bail me out and represent me in court. <laughs> is that a conflict of interest? I don't know. He might be a witness. <laughs> it's a witness
0: (laughs) a witness to me trying to order something at the pickup window
1: (laughs) i just want a small fry oh no you froze oh boy oh you're back we're frozen okay okay we're back oh there we are well you were like not talking there but talking but you were also moving it was weird. well spooky i think we crossed into another Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't
0: plan for that. Was there anything else you want to talk about about that episode? <laughs> um, Just I would like to talk about the story in which Bob tries to convince us that he has a didgeridoo in the tree outside of his window oh. <laughs> that yeah. is played by the wind
1: i was trying to do like a really good didgeridoo sound when they were all doing it i was like i need to try this too um he calls
0: a v in a tree the Clooney. he's like because i was called the Clooney," and they're like what the fuck are you talking about and he says that this spot between your thumb and your index finger is called the Clooney. so that's why he thought that he made that up too yeah. just whatever. But then they're like you can't just pass cool. air through a didgeridoo, you need lips. And then he says the wisteria. <laughs> <laughs> There's a wisteria plant
1: that acts as the lips. They act as the lips. <laughs> it's like having a wind chime outside your house, but it's a just one didgeridoo, <laughs> when the wind hits it right, it just brings all the all the beautiful sounds of a didgeridoo and the scent of wisteria. Yeah. Through the house. What a magical, beautiful, beautiful sleep. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Scary. It's I don't want to fall asleep to a didgeridoo. It's not relaxing. No,
0: not at all. Um, were you super impressed that he could actually break an apple in half with his bare hands?
1: Yeah. I, don't I was I... too. think i could i don't know maybe i i am usually the one they ask to get lids off of Mm. jars at work so i don't know maybe i could i am kind of a beefcake now (laughs) it's true (laughs) yeah
0: so that show has been bringing me a lot of joy a lot of the episodes are on Britbox, which is how I started watching it. And then I think they're also all on on YouTube. YouTube. That's
1: where I found them. I've just been watching a lot of uh, Curbed Your Enthusiasm. Oh my God. So funny. So much. So much. I work with this guy who is like 30 and he's, he's like Larry David. Oh boy. He's really funny. And like, the other week, this is how his mind works. The other week, he told me, me, I was an enigma because I like pickles, but not olives. He doesn't understand because they're both preserved in jars <laughs> with a lot of salt. <laughs> so he just doesn't get why I don't like them. I'm like, because they're different foods.
0: They're, they're different texture they're, they're different different flavor. things
1: they're different things <laughs> yeah but they're both in jars that you put in the fridge so why wouldn't you like them
0: that's what? like saying you like pickles so why don't you like pickled eggs I know
1: I know I've been thinking about it for like <laughs> the entire week because I'm like and I said I'm like it's not that big of a mystery like <laughs> they're just different yeah <laughs> like olives are disgusting and pickles I really Uh,
0: hate olives.
1: Olives are fucking gross. Gross. And I like salt. It has nothing to do with salt or anything. They're just gross. They're gross. Yeah.
0: Ugh. And I'm sorry. A a newer pickle fan. I really only like them on certain sandwiches. But I used to. I just have always loved the smell of them. So I
1: will eat any and all pickles. I. We'll sometimes just have a pickle sandwich where I just will like put some mustard on some bread and throw a what? bunch of different pickles on it. A bunch of different ones. <laughs> I go crazy. <laughs> pickles, Do you relish. slice them or are you just putting like... No, they're already pickle. sliced. So okay. like the, you know, the bread and butter pickles mm-hmm. and then I'll put some relish on it. Like, I just love pickles. Oh, I All love right. pickles. Mm. Man, I want to I know what like Anne's a- doing after this. Shit <laughs> on of pickles downstairs. Well, it was great because I had to buy a jar of relish the other day because I was out, and then Danny the other day didn't realize I bought one, and he came back home with a jar Double of relish. relish, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have so much relish! It's so exciting." What do you put relish on? Just
0: whatever. Yes.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I'll just eat a spoon of it. Like I just love. Huh. I love it. I love it. It's good.
0: It's so right. good. <laughs>
1: Is good? It's a good, I put it in my
0: tuna fish. Oh, that makes sense. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, it's really good. My grandpa used to make something he called ham salad, mm-hmm. and it was just um, ham and pickles that he ground up in his meat
1: grinder, and then it would make like a paste, and it was delicious. Mm, sounds like something Liz would like. <laughs> yeah, it
0: does. <laughs> it's probably the only food that we both
1: like. it sure does Mm, a meat throw throw it in the meat grinder and call it dinner (laughs) (laughs) Ah, all right well so next week i will have a lifetime movie on deck right or do i want to do a rando thing up to you i don't know it is up to me hmm Boy, the options are endless. I don't know. I'll see what Lifetime has to offer. And if I'm not feeling it, I'll pick something totally weird and random. Right. Probably about the IRA, because I do have to get into that docu-series. I haven't started it yet. Did I tell but you about the that? Irish Republican Army. Yeah, did I tell you how Emma and I? So it has been brought up like the troubles, right? It's been brought yeah, up. Yeah. In- so much shit that I've been watching. It's just referenced in everything I've been watching because everything I've been watching is European and British. Like, and so I was talking to Emma about it and I was like, you know, I remember this happening when I was maybe like nine, 10, 11. I remember hearing about this on the news and I know what it's about, but I don't really know what it's about. And she was like, I don't know what it's about either. So we found a docuseries that we're going to start watching.
0: I also recommend this book called okay. Say Nothing okay. by Patrick and Keefe. It's um, it focuses on like a couple families, but it also really goes in depth about it because I mm. like you remember hearing about it all the time on the news when I was a kid, yeah. but I had like no concept of what right. was really happening. And it's crazy. That book is really, really good.
1: I can't wait to get into it and like really learn about it. But I'm I don't know. I'm excited because it is it's one of those things that we just kind of grew up with hearing about not Mm -hmm. really being affected by and just kind of it's always been there. But it's like what? what do you really know about it? Like, really, we weren't taught about it. All no. I know is like shit that I learned from watching the news from my dad and I was 10. So what did, yeah. what did I know? Nothing. So I'm just, I'm very interested to get into it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to hear what you think.
1: Yeah. If there's a good episode, I'll maybe do that one. All right. Yeah. What's I'm the hot?
0: docuseries called?
1: Did you, uh, say? I have to send it to is you it just called
0: like the troubles,
1: uh, something like that, <laughs> something like that. I'll send it to you. It's Emma sent it to me. I have, to, okay. But we have like, I have to go back a lot through my text with Emma because we text each other eight bazillion times a day. So.
0: um, Is that the thing you were going to tell me about that you're doing this weekend? With
1: no, Emma? this. Oh. Okay. So this weekend at, uh, We're having a dinner party at Emma's house, and it is a few of our friends for Melissa's birthday. It's going to be on everyone's birthday, whoever's birthday it is. Oh, fun. And it's based on a BBC like radio show, like the Desert Island show. What? You pick your eight Desert Island songs and like explain why they're your. The eight songs that you would have on a desert island.: Oh, I love this. The twist at the end, seven of them get washed away. <gasps> oh' your number one: ah! So we're having our inaugural first one this weekend for Melissa's party, and I am super stoked, but so today at work, I was there for two hours, and today was my day to work, like with the individual that is maybe crossing my physical boundary lines a bit. Mm-hmm. But Emma was like, well, Hey, we have to move furniture for this party on Saturday. So how about when they get here, you and I leave and go move furniture at my house. So we did that. Uh, I got to see her dog, Wyatt, who has sustained a bit of a leg injury recently. Oh no, Wyatt. He's, oh, he's okay. He just needs to rest though. So he's like, so bored and just oh, like huh? Wyatt me too but I know too. you get it and i went in and i've known Wyatt since the day she got him like Wyatt and i i'm aunt i'm his aunt like <clears throat> i love Wyatt he loves me it's always lovely to see him he loves being around me but like today because he's been just like so bo- he was like i could feel i he was like i am so happy to see you and it was just like the most wonderful feeling it was such a good like he was like smiling at me and like rubbing his face into me and was like oh my god I'm so happy you're here like it was it was the it was the best feeling it was such a good like oh oh boy he's
0: gonna be excited about the dinner party too oh Oh
1: my god that's what we were
0: saying oh he's gonna be so thrilled I can't wait for his birthday. What do you think his eight songs are going to be?
1: Well, he just had his birthday on December 9th. It was his golden birthday. Uh, So he'll have to wait a little bit. But, you know, it'll be just like some good time, like summer songs that you want to listen to when you're walking around. Like (laughs) Ain't nothing but a hound dog. Mm -hmm. He's -hmm. a beagle, right? He is a Basset hound and Dalmatian. (gasps) Well, Hound Dog works even better Wild. than I thought. Yeah, I know. He's so fucking cute. He's Woo! really cute. I love him. And then we went out to lunch. So like, like you've had a pretty good day. Yeah, and I got paid the whole time. The most exciting the thing
0: that has happening for me today is that it's almost 70 degrees and I'm going outside because I have to get a new cast put on.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's 70 degrees. Can I tell you? It's like 43 degrees here today.
0: I don't know what's going on. It's, it's such a bummer. The warmest it's been here and then
1: it's going to drop back down but to like the 50s. Oh, but that's still like nicer than it's going to be this week. We had a few days last week where it was like 70 and just mm, mm. Yeah. And I knew it was only a little dip in the pool. I knew it was just a toe in to get yeah. a feel for it and then we had to get back out but <sighs> It's just going to be a long week of not warm temperatures mm-hmm. and gotta muddle through muddle through but my kids are gone next week for spring break so I'm super stoked because like I mean I have to work but I don't have to wake up at 6 30 in the morning oh yeah will because my internal clock is
0: (laughs) I'm on spring break right now so I'm just reading and I started watching um a new Netflix show called is it cake it's oh so yeah, stupid, but it's enjoyable. It's
1: supposed to hey, buy a guy it's one of those. SNL. Just, yeah, it's one of those just like mind-knowing like mm-hmm. baking shows. They're fun, they're they good. Are. All right. Well, um, I hope you enjoy your day going out in the sunshine and getting a new cast, a shiny new cast. I wish yeah. I could sign it. I know, I wish you could too. I wish casts would were like VR and I could like sign it in vr and then it would show up on your line that would be so cool <laughs> come on inventors what are you doing yeah dicks like come on people still break their legs maybe cast need people writing on them from far away <laughs> we're in a pandemic zoom it
0: <sighs> all right well thank you for watching what i lie to you
1: with me i hope you enjoyed it i did that was and everyone you should check it out it's delightful. It is. And uh, we'll be back next week with who knows what? Something good, something great, <laughs> something wonderful. <laughs> Thanks for All listening, right.
0: guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.